Hello, everyone. Rebecca Reinhardt here, the unintentional porn star. Yes, you heard that right. Last season, we took you through the logistical side of what it was like having a personal sex tape posted online without my consent. This season, I want to focus on healing. I hope that through my story, I can just inspire you to become the best version of yourself because you are amazing. So let's talk, shall we? Let's talk Tufts Talks. Just a personal disclaimer that I am not an expert on any of these topics, and I do encourage you to go reach out for some real help if you need it. There is nothing wrong with reaching out for help, and in fact, it has helped me get to where I am today. I can't wait for us to go through this podcast, and I am losing breath. Here we go. Uh, It's morning here, so good morning. Um, I've got my coffee. If it's evening where you are, I hope you have some, like, I don't know, tea. I hope you just feel cozy for some reason or good inside or cozy inside if you are doing a bunch of stuff. I mean, in your body, cozy in your body. So like, should we start that again? (laughs) I hope you're just feeling amazing is what I mean. And squishy and delightful. Oh, gee. Uh, Pressing record in the morning shall be great. The thing I would love to talk about today, the topic, is going to be around being alone. There are a lot of times in my life where external factors sort of led me into being alone. Um, One of them was post-concussion syndrome. Um, I wasn't alone, but like I basically had to be alone to heal because light hurt, talking hurt, walking hurt. So I was basically in bed in darkness for like a year and then healing for another year after. But that was a very big period of my life where I was, I would say, quite alone or had to be alone a lot most of the time, (laughs) 95% of the time. Um, Another time where I felt from outside sources, again, sort of that um, I was alone. Well, I chose to be alone, but I'll help you see what I say is like with the sex tape is like, it was just so hard. It was so dark and I was so devastated and I was a complete mess that I kind of like, it wasn't really a choice, but it, it, in a sense, everything is a choice is like, I had to be alone. I I couldn't be around anyone. I was crumbling. I was on the floor. I was devastated. I was lost. I was just, yeah. If you've listened to season one of this podcast where Gina Phillips, um, kind of talks us through or like guides us through my emotions because I really didn't even have the capacity to lead myself through a conversation. Like I was just, I was so fucked. So that was a period where, you know, I had to be alone and it didn't feel like a choice. And yet I see everything as a choice. So that's just my personal thought on it. But yeah, I had to be alone. Like it was too hard. I couldn't hear anything, see anything. There was too much judgment being thrown at me. And there was a lot of shame that I was working through on my own. And I was just like, oh my God, like I can almost like cry thinking about it. Like it was just the worst. And then going through legal stuff. Oof, 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 oof. 
anyways, again, if you listen to season one, you know the drill. But those were two substantial times in my life where I want to say it's external factors um, sort of guided me into being alone. And this current time in my life, I am choosing very blatantly, internally choosing from nothing really happening outside aside from things going on within me. So that's why I say it's an internal thing is I'm choosing to be alone right now. And it's not that I don't go see people. It's not that I don't go hang out and it's just... It's not that I'm not open to being around other people. It's just there is something in me that really needs to be nurtured. And this is one of the first times in my life I feel like I'm really consciously choosing to step into a sort of space of being alone. Um, COVID actually forced us to be alone, but I still made sure I'm a social creature. (laughs) So like I made sure whether it was on zoom or like far away, my friends and I would wear like snow pants when it was winter outside so we could see each other. So that was sort of a sense of aloneness in COVID and, and it still kind of resonates in little ways here and there, I'm sure for everyone. But this time right now for me is truly, I'm baffled by it. I'm like, why? am I choosing to be alone? Like being alone to me, and I possibly think to many people, can feel very scary. Like what's coming up for me is like, am I going to lose people because I'm choosing to be more in my space and heal myself and listen to myself? Um, am I going to get bored? Like every night, um, I usually shut off around like four um, from like working or whatever or plans. And I just like allow myself to kind of go through what I need every evening, whether that's being around a friend or being alone or whatever. And it's so interesting now that I'm choosing to be alone. And this is a conscious choice around that mark. I start to almost panic and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? I'm going to be so bored. And I'm like, hold on a second here. Don't predetermine how this is going to go. Um, you still can see other people. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of people in this world. <laughs> like, you can connect with people in any way that you want to, Rebecca. But it's so interesting. The interesting thing to me is the panic that comes up, the sensations that are coming up with this choice too. It's more a choice to nurture my myself right now. And I feel as though myself and many people around me and many people in the world are going through like a really substantial shift. Like there is a really big shift happening Um, The only way I can describe it is through my own experience right now is that like I feel from even a few months ago, I feel like everything is flopped onto my belly and I'm just like discovering this whole new side of myself. And, and at the same time, I feel like it's, it's going to be the new direction that I go. And so I think that's why I'm kind of wanting to be alone is give myself some time and space because I feel completely new, you know, throughout life, throughout these substantial events that have happened throughout COVID, throughout all these things, it is sort of built this new person. There's been new things entering in that I've been kind of confused about. I'm like, oh, wow, I really like this. Or like, this feels new. I don't even know who I am right now. Like on my belly or with my belly up or whatever, Right now, I feel kind of vulnerable, exposed, and excited, though. Like, I'm like, damn, this feels good. Like, this feels right. Something about this feels right. And that calling to be by myself is just the desire to honor that and the desire to fully 
understand every part of that and to also give myself some time and space to witness myself going through this new thing. Like I almost interact with people differently. I I interact with energy differently. I interact with money differently. I interact with um, men differently, like for partnerships, because I'm straight. Um, That's what I mean by men, Um, because men are humans and like humans are great. So (laughs) not to like just totally slug them out. I meant dating. (laughs) Oh gosh. Anyways, anyways. Um, but I just feel this, this new being trying to learn and discover how to exist. And, um, I also talk about choreography a lot and I'm working with some new people in my company. I've hired um, new people. Things are really going well. I'm super excited. I'm exhausted. I think you can probably hear my voice. Um, but like it is the good exhaustion. I'm so pumped. And there's conversation about like the why, the why, the why, which is so important. So great, by the way. Like I thought I did this work before, but like mm, you should maybe like talk to me about hiring the person that I'm working with because he's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's like go deeper. Ah! But yeah, he's he's like, why are you doing these things? And we got into the conversation of choreography for me and that like I know choreography. My why in choreography is like it's there. My um, abilities in choreography they are there. Like I have trust in choreography. If anyone was to hire me right now, I would be like, yep. And I'd be so confident and ready and I would kick some fucking ass doing it. So that's interesting. But the thing is, I realized I'm gripping onto choreography because it's a sense of identity for myself and like being in the dance world, you know, there's so much work to get to where I was at. And then there's also more work to do after. And so there's a grip there and I'm trying to discover where my grips are. And I have grips with, um, I would say with like men or like relationships, um, romantic relationships for myself. And I think there was that grip because I wanted to learn more from these people or these like circumstances and all these men that have been in my life in the past while have really been guides for me, really. Like they've all been so beautiful in themselves. There's been a lot of like either uprooting of traumas or there's been just things that I'm like, oh, I actually know what? I don't like that. Or just lots of discovery in the process of dating. And I'm trying to release the grips though that I have. So I want to release the grip on choreography, not to like let it go or it doesn't need to leave my life. It literally is a part of me forever. And that's just a knowing and a comfort that I have. So like, then why am I gripping? If it's just there, if it is a part of me, if it is my soul, then why am I gripping? And if a partnership, you know, I definitely am in a space where partnership is really heavy in my um, manifestations is something that I'm really excited about. Now I can enter in with confidence and like, I feel so good about it, which is really interesting um, and exciting. I'm so proud of the work that I've done to be able to stand here and be like, oh yeah, like I'm super ready. And it is a partnership that is going to make me feel amazing and anything less like I just, I won't allow into my energy right now. And so it's kind of exciting. It's really cool. And so within that and the grip that I felt um, 
that I wanted people to satisfy for myself in relationships or that I wanted people to like add to my life because I felt like I needed someone else to do that with or for me. It's like I'm releasing the grip on all of that. And what I think this alone time is doing is allowing me to fulfill all of that within myself, is allowing me to see that the adventurous life that I know is, you know, I, I associated that with people I was with. Like I associated adventure adventures with the person I was with. And I almost like depended on that person to provide adventures where I'm going, well, adventures is a deep core value of mine. So it, this is mine. This is within me. This is something that just like, and now I feel excited. I'm like, oh my God, I'm the adventurous one. And like, holy shit, that's so exciting. And it's just finding all of these delightful things within myself and all of these new things within myself as well. Um, and so being alone for me, still makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel like lonely. It makes me feel fearful and panicky that like I'm going to lose people or like block opportunities. And it's like, what's the purpose behind being alone? It's to discover myself. It's to uplift myself. It's to hold space for myself. It's to give myself time and like the right energy that I need, the right things that I need. And it's, you know, that's so beautiful. And what that's doing is allowing me to release the grips. It's allowing me to sit within my soul in a sense of like comfort, peace, excitement, like ridiculousness, because I just think life is hilarious and great. It allows me to just exist with myself. And like, you know, those things where they're like become best friends with yourself. And, you know, I have definitely been my best life, best friend throughout my life. And I have many best friends on top of that, but this feels new. This feels like substantial. This alone time feels powerful. This alone time, like I'm smiling. (laughs) And so I'm just trying to lean into the uncomfortable feelings, the real beautiful things that are coming up in fears. And I'm I'm living with them. I'm existing with them. I'm listening to them. And I'm also just in a state of like, and this is what is needed right now. And um, it every day is like, have I, do I feel better? Has it gotten a little less scary? And it's kind of this interesting thing that I'm trying to give myself time. There's no timeline attached need to this. There's no, I try to control things, I think, and make people enter into my life in a way that I want them to. And it's like, I'm releasing that because that's not fair. People are living their own lives. People are doing their own beautiful things. People are on their own journeys. And and the partnerships, because there's partnerships and friendships in um, agreements to go for coffee in romantic relationships, the partnerships that you enter into just must be aligned at the time and must, you know, just be at it must, interesting word, but it, it, it just needs to be at a place, needs interesting word, God damn it, this language thing is so hard. You got to be conscious of your language and it's so hard. But anyways, I'm just going to release the the judgment I have on the words I use, but like partnerships really do need to be in alignment. And for me right now, I only want the partnerships that are going to feel it aligned and uplifting for both people. And that doesn't mean there's moment, there aren't moments of like tough moments. There's not 
it, you know, areas that need to be worked on. There's not challenge. Like it doesn't mean that, that those things don't exist, but it's just like the alignment is in the reciprocation of energy and nobody is less or more if they're not in that for you or for other people. If you're not in it for other people, it's just like, it just needs to be in alignment, which makes me question, um, lifelong commitments in terms of relationships like marriage. Um, and yet I think that you can enter into marriage or enter into an agreement with the intention of, you know, being there with each other. And I think for me to departure is beautiful if it's like something that just feels mutual, evolutionary, right, and real. And so I'm still not sure how I feel about marriage. I don't know how I feel about um, those types of commitments just from all like outside societal things or what have you. And what I'm realizing is it doesn't really matter is like, I would love to be at a place where I look at someone, they look at me and we're like, yeah, like we have the full intention that we want to do this life together. And then I also find that parting is so beautiful if it is something that just feels mutually beautiful for both sides and um, or better for one and then the other has to work on getting over that or whatever. But like I just feel like moving with what's right in front of you is so important and it's a choice to enter into life the way you want to. It's a choice to be around your friends, how you want to enter in. It's a choice how you let people enter into your life um, and it's a choice if you want to enter into any sort of like, you know, romantic relationship relationships. So this is new for me. I also had my C-section surgery. I'm still healing. So sex is changing for me as well in a sense of like, I'm going to take some time off and just witness my body healing. Like it actually, apparently I'm finding out it takes like six months to a year to heal from this because I was like, why can I still not wear a lot of my pants or like clothes? <laughs> why am I still swollen? Why does it still hurt when I do certain things? Why am I still scared to use like the diva cup, you know? And it's like, oh, well that's because your body went through a substantial surgery and needs time to heal. So um, that also factors into the alone time, which like, kind of giving space with sex is also makes, throws me into panic mode, not going to lie, but that's a whole nother conversation. The basic thing about this time right now is like breath is space is the ability to move through life because life still is happening. And I'm so excited about everything. And like, I'm excited about my friends and I'm excited about this, but there is just like this really big respect, care, and space for being alone with myself right now and really nurturing whatever comes up and feeling confident to draw boundaries and say, hey, you know, like I really need this time. I'm exhausted or I'm sitting with something and it's just like, it's so beautiful. It's um, it's all things at once. It's scary. It throws me into panic. It's fearful. I, I'm like, where is all the people in my life? And it's like, no, 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 no. They're all still there. <laughs> You are safe, Rebecca. You are safe. But just like honor your home, honor your time, honor your space, honor all the beautiful things inside yourself. And and all that will just like I literally was on a walk by the river, which I live right by a river. Like, thank you. So grateful. But I was walking back from the river and I was just like, wow, like I just feel a new level of partnership with myself. Like I actually like really love being around myself. <laughs> and like that is so cool. And to, then if we can all feel this like pure joy and like comfort and safety being oh, like with thyself alone, whatever, 
um, then like think of how we can enter into outside things like work, like going for coffee, um, like entering into a partnership, like anything external from that place of like this just sheer joy to be with yourself is like, holy shit. I feel like things can just like, oh my God, things are just going to get better. Is this possible? Like, (laughs) what? Oh, gee. Uh, The Untethered Soul book has changed my life forever, by the way. I mentioned it before in another podcast episode, but he talks about unconditional happiness and how that's possible. And it does not mean that you're neglecting or ignoring or avoiding or not seeing or not embracing the challenges and the dark stuff. It just means that your perspective on it is that it's here for you. You're grateful for it. You try to see the messages as soon as you can. You give yourself space. You giggle as you're uncomfortable maybe and have no fucking idea yet, but you know it's coming. So there's just an encouragement around this episode, I guess, to just think about your relationship with yourself. Think about, you know, do you have fears around being around people? Do you have fears around being alone? Like, you know, what are those fears? What are they telling you? What can you step into to help um, just elevate yourself to another level? Because why not? Um, my life coach and counselor, Geneve Morrison with Empowered Living, um, her and I are developing a course. It is available for pre-sale right now, but we are going to do a bigger launch coming up, um, in the next month in September, October of 2021. Um, so if you're listening later, you can probably check online and see that it's there. Um, it's mindset school. And if you're listening now, then I don't know. Stay tuned. I'm like, we're both so pumped and I'm actually late for a meeting with her around the workshop. So I must depart, but, um, follow me, um, on Instagram. If you haven't already at Rebecca Reinhardt at R E B E C C A R E I N H A R T. And from there, um, you can find Geneve Morrison or empowered living on Instagram. So I will link it into the bio here as well. I hope you have a beautiful day and like, thank you for sitting with me as I'm opening up constantly. Um, it just gives me joy to share these experiences and connect with people on their journeys and their healing process as well. Life's beautiful. Life's hilarious. Life is wild. Um, I hope you feel special and I hope you're just with yourself today and in every moment. Yay. Oh gosh. It's so beautiful. <laughs> For more information, please visit theunintentionalpornstar.com. There you can find links to the first season's podcast, my books, to a course that I'm creating, and many different features that will link you in to what my life has been like as a dance choreographer. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really grateful for our connection together through this podcast. And please remember that if you need some serious help, there are some seriously amazing people ready for you. Asking for help means you are strong. I love you so much. You are so amazing. I truly mean that. And I can't wait to connect with you somehow, somewhere in the future.